Hey everyone, it's Robert Poole with the Growing Your B2B Small Business Podcast. This is a little bit different than our normal tactical how to grow your business focus on this episode. This is more about what happened in this past year and what I believe we need to do to be successful and have a prosperous 2021. Let's get started. You have a B2B small business. Are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B small business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. You're one of the heroes in our society, and you should be proud of it. Welcome to the tribe, and welcome home. Okay, everyone, I hope you're having an awesome day today. In the last episode, we talked about getting through the roadblock of struggling to get your pricing right in your offerings. Today, I wanted to talk about a different subject. You know, as I'm recording this episode right now, it's right before uh, New Year's in 2020. So I've been barraged by suggestions in the last few days on, you know, how to set your goals for 2021 and how to make it a great year and all that kind of good stuff. All good techniques, I'm sure, but, you know, it occurred to me that something's missing uh, that I think should be a prerequisite before we start trying to set goals and do all that stuff. And and that's getting real with the past and deciding in advance how we're going to deal with the inevitable, quote, bad stuff that's going to come in 2021, just like every other year. You know, first of all, a little disclaimer, you know, I'm going to talk about some serious subjects and, you know, some of that's happened in 2020. And, you know, when it comes to the virus in particular, you know, it's, we've all been affected by it at, at some level. Uh, even if it's just wearing masks or inconvenience, uh, you know, on the opposite end, you, you know, may have lost a loved one. Uh, you know, you may have taken a huge financial or career hit. You may have lost your business and, and so on. There's so many things that were just horrible this year. And, you know, I totally get it. And this is not to minimize anybody's loss. Um, so just to give you another perspective, you know, I, I know, um, you know, I'm just so you know, I'm not some guy who hasn't been affected, you know, like others and don't know what it's like to lose a loved one and that sort of thing. And, you know, just to give you a quick example, and I've mentioned this before on this podcast, but, you know, I had a business partner for, you know, over 20 years um, who uh, tragically passed away in 2017. I, I literally came to work one day and he didn't show up and it was a little odd. And eventually I went over to his house and it was right close to the office and I found him slumped over his uh, desk and with a heart attack. And uh, this was, you know, he was like a brother to me. He was one of our family. I spent more time with him than I did uh, my wife, you know, and it was a, uh, a, a shock to us all. So I can relate, you know, if certainly if you've lost a loved one this year and this thing, it's, uh, it's horrible and it's something you have to get through. So I don't mean to minimize it at all, but you know, and even if uh, you haven't lost a loved one or, you know, just taken a financial hit, um, which is, you know, recoverable, but it, there are so many ways that all of us are affected, you know, with this whole pandemic thing. And, you know, even as an example, uh, you know, my wife uh, and I hear other people say, you know, geez, it's, uh, let's leave 2020 behind and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's been very rough on her. And I would say even more so than me, she's uh, her personality type. She's a very social person. So, you know, you can imagine that lockdowns is, you know, they're kind of like the ultimate torture for somebody like that. And, you know, she's also an awesome mom to our two daughters and very concerned about what this whole virus thing has done to our children. And, and they're, uh, when they're growing up in the mentality that's, you know, um, that they're experiencing right now. And I think we don't talk enough about that, but, Anyway, you know, she's frustrated that our daughters aren't able to go out and freely play with all their friends, uh, you know, as a lot of people are still concerned about getting together and, you know, with others, uh, even at a, you know, small level, you know, it's a very valid concern. I, I totally get it. 
you know, and so on. So, you know, this is all really affected all of us in different ways and at different levels. And I'm sure you have a unique experience and you've been through unique things that are, you know, um, some of us worse than others, uh, but we've all uh, suffered because of this thing. So, you know, I keep, you know, as we get closer to the year end, uh, people keep saying, you know, Ooh, you know, 2020 is almost over, you know, what a bad year and geez, you know, you know, flush down the toilet and every other expletive you can think of, you know, hopefully 2021 will be much better and things will go back to normal. Uh, you know, well, for one, things are, are never going back to the way they were, but uh, that's not all bad. So in, in my mind, um, you know, I think we should stop hoping and praying that 2021 will be better, uh, setting New Year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff. And instead, uh, start with focusing all the good things that did happen in 2020 and all the things you've accomplished. You know, it's uh, the reason is because it's it's really hard to set new goals and actually have the emotional capital to take action on those goals when you're feeling bummed out and depressed and, you know, just down because of what's happened and, you know, all the, the quote, bad things that happened to you and, and your business in 2020. I mean, it's not that those things aren't real or aren't there. Uh, it's that focusing on them is about as useful as focusing on your past mistakes. It's only going to guarantee you won't move forward and it'll paralyze you from the actions you need to take. You know, one of the mindset changes I've made in the last year is to switch my mentality from being upset that, quote, bad stuff happens to me and our business and Instead, look at the circumstances, which may seem bad on the surface, and realize that these things are not actually happening to me, but for me. You know, meaning these things uh, that seem bad at the time are actually chances and challenges for me to grow as a person, as a husband, as a father, a friend, you know, to grow as a businessman and uh, to grow our company. You know, in the near term, it's, it's sometimes very hard to see that and what benefits something like the coronavirus has. Uh, but you know, down the road, most of the times we see, if we look back, we look at it and go, wow, if that hadn't happened, I would have taken this action and that action and there wouldn't, this wouldn't have happened. That wouldn't have happened. And then ultimately this great thing happened because of it, uh, because of that path that you went down. Uh, you know, it's hard to see in the moment, but if your attitude is in the right direction, this is usually the case in my mind. You know, this idea that things don't happen to me, but for me is actually a, a biblical principle that I learned from Myron Golden, who I'm a huge fan of, but it actually doesn't really matter what your spiritual beliefs are, whether you believe in God or not. You know, the principle still works. You know, if you're starting to look at your daily circumstances this way, I, you know, I can't tell you how freeing it is. You know, at the time of this recording, I'm 49 years old. And one of my few regrets in life is that I didn't learn some of these principles earlier in life. But then again, everything happens when you're ready to accept it. And I maybe wouldn't have accepted it as a younger version of myself. You know, since I started taking this attitude of embracing the surface level, quote, bad things that are happening in my life and you know, uh, looked at them as they were actually a positive, my life has exploded with new ideas and pushed me to take action like never before. And it's largely removed uh, the fear in my life, you know, fear of financial problems, fear my company might fall apart, fear that I'm going to die and on and on and on. You know, in the past, all these kind of fears have dragged me down because I looked at the things uh, that were happening as out of my control and unable to do anything about them. But once you start to look at the daily challenges in your business and your life differently, it really changes everything. I mean, suddenly when something that appears to be bad happens, you spring into action to see how you can overcome the challenge. And when you do, you're stronger and become a better person and a better business person because of it. You know, God, the universe, or whatever you believe in has just given you a gift. This is a completely different experience than focusing on why did this thing happen to me? You know, it sucks. Who's to blame? How can I keep this disaster from ruining me? You know, let me numb myself with, you know, your substance of choice or you know, I mean, that includes not just chemical things like alcohol, but, you know, things like, you know, burying yourself in distraction, Netflix or whatever recreation you're into. 
Uh, none of those things are inherently bad, but you know, if you're using them as an escape so you don't have to grow and change, then they can be bad. If you instead start looking at circumstances differently, you're going to start to see all kinds of opportunities. Does it mean you're suddenly going to be rich overnight because your focus is different? Of course not. But I can guarantee you'll be in a better position to handle these things when they do come. I think we talked about this in one of the early episodes of this podcast, but it's my belief that I'm not making the money I want. I'm not making the impact I want with clients. So it really means one thing. And that's I haven't grown as a person enough to become the person who should get paid that much by the market. You can come up with all kinds of excuses you want, and believe me, I've had them all. But in the end, you're the ultimate cause of the success or the failure in your business. You know, so all this is sort of a general mindset strategy, but, you know, how do you practically apply this? Well, you know, I figured that I would use some examples of, you know, my own life this year and what's happened in 2020 and, you know, things that I could have easily just been ticked off or depressed about and even caused me to, to give up and go get a job doing something else, you know. So an example of some things that happened for me in 2020, if I want to look at it that way, um, you know, in my case, uh, you know, I mean, it's amazing what happens when the, the government basically tells everyone just to go home. But, you know, first of all, I think it, it forced me to really evaluate my whole business uh, from the ground up. You know, when you lose a substantial amount of your business in a matter of weeks because the clients you serve have suddenly lost business, it makes you ponder a bit. I mean, I could have just worried about my business and kept on doing things the way we've always done them. Or you can do what I did, which was use it as an opportunity. Again, I'm not bragging. It's just that this has been one of the biggest tests of my business career. And in the past, I would have just numbed myself with whatever I could find and just hope things would work out. And, you know, as you know, of course, hope is a very poor strategy in business. You know, another thing it forced me to start doing is building a better exit strategy as it was a real reminder that, you know, I could realistically be dead in a few days. You know, I mean, we all know that uh, theoretically, you know, it's possible that um, you get hit by a bus or a car accident or a heart attack and, you know, all that. Uh, but somehow the, the thought of my wife dropping me off at the emergency room curb and never seeing me again makes it that much more vivid and real. So it made me take some steps that I've already taken, you know, to plan for an exit from my business. You know, it changed for me personally for my relationship with my creator and gave me peace that I've never had before in my life. Spending time reevaluating my life, it changed my life. and better than I ever could have imagined. You know, I was also, you know, forced to get over my fear and discomfort of being on the camera. I knew at some point I'd have to get with the times and learn how to use video calls, but I was dragging my feet, if I'm honest. I mean, strangely enough, we started doing more Zoom and video calls in February, right before the lockdown. So we had at least started the process, and but really the virus sped up the time frame big time. Now, you know, I require my team and myself to use video calls for everything instead of phone calls. And it's awesome, but I never would have considered it a year ago. You know, the whole pandemic thing also reinforced to me how important it is to spend time with my family and to be present, uh, as my wife says, uh, with both her and my children, you know, um, either in person and virtually with uh, others who are out of state and that sort of thing. You know, another area, my business partner uh, had for many years advocated uh, having our employees go remote and work from home versus coming into the office. You know, I, I fought him on this as I felt it, you just couldn't replicate the in-office synergy and communication that comes from body language and that sort of thing. Nothing like belly belly, as they say in sales. But, you know, I think I was right when it came to just phones. Um, but given the circumstances and this year due to the, the technology and the move to video calls, it's suddenly doable and it's actually a good thing. You know, I don't know if we'll ever go back to a full office of people. It'll probably be an optional type of thing where people come and go as they please. And you know what? My team is happier and they get just as much done, if not more, uh, because they don't have to commute. They can work, move, work around to fit their lifestyle and so on. I mean, it's actually been a good thing. 
you know, in another sort of ironic twist, uh, regardless where where you are politically, it's it's a fact that a lot of businesses that have reopened since the initial shutdown, including us, have found difficulty in finding competent new employees and team members uh, to grow their business. I mean, if you're trying to fill an administrative position that pays in the 40000 range and in the state you live in, the total unemployment payment exceeds that, why would anyone go to work for a company when they can stay home and do nothing for more pay? I mean, if I was in that situation, I'd go where the money is too. I mean, this sounds like another bad thing, but it depends on how you look at it. Instead of whining about it, it really forced us to make changes in our hiring process to be able to attract and recruit the calendar caliber of people that we needed. We'd gotten lazy over the years, and now we needed to improve things and uh, you know, step up our game if we wanted to expand. And again, a good thing in my mind. But without the, quote, bad situation, I doubt we would have made any changes. So, you know, there are many more good things uh, hiding what appear to be bad things for myself and our business this year. But I wanted to give you some examples of things that appeared bad initially, but can actually work out in the end. Again, I don't mean to minimize the pain most people have dealt with this year, whether it's the loss of a loved one, you know, getting horribly sick, having your finances or career fall apart, or your business go under, uh, you know, but it's, it's not about the things that's happened. It's about choice. You really have two choices if you think about it. You can get depressed and, you know, angry at the, you know, politicians or just life in general, despondent almost, um, you know, all understandable and justifiable emotions. Or you can take the reins and accept what's happened and decide that you're now going to do something about it and how you can use this situation to push yourself, push yourself forward in all areas of your life. If you choose number two, it's not going to be all roses and living on easy street. It's probably going to be pretty uncomfortable and maybe even scary at times. And it's going to take some time. However, if you choose that mentality that whatever is happening to you is actually happening for you, you really are guaranteed to grow and be successful in the long run. In my mind, there aren't a lot of predictable things in this life that you can count on at almost 100%. But I believe this is one of those principles that you actually can count on. So again, I know this is a controversial subject given the the serious nature of it and what's happened in the past year. But I hope you can listen and, and think about this and know that I mean this in the best possible way. And really think about how this can make a difference in your life in 2021 and make really make it the best uh, year of your life. Thanks for listening today, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable, and it's really an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. Now, I've also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned in 20 years uh, in a B2B business. You can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.